0: I'm going to start today's show with a fun fact. I'm happy to share and actually just realize that one year ago today, the show was launched. It's incredible how unbelievably fast the days seem to just merge into each other. I'm very grateful that after a year, I still get to do this show with the hope of sharing some principles, foundations, insights... And have great guests that hopefully have added and will continue to add value to people's lives. It's still a great goal of mine to assist others to not only rewild themselves and humanity, but to also help us all enhance communities all over the world. So I just wanted to share that and say thank you to everybody who's been listening, especially if you've been listening from the beginning. Um, I highly appreciate it, and it means a lot to me. And I am definitely planning on doing some more great shows, so stay tuned, and I appreciate all the support. Also, if you're new to the show or have missed previous episodes, I also want to share that my new book, Rewilding COVID, is now available on rewildingcovid.com. That's R-E-W-I-L-D-I-N-G C-O. Vid.com rewildingcovid.com. It launched a few weeks ago and I'm excited for people to check that out and hopefully gain some good insights from from that work. So if you haven't, uh, please check that out and if you have, thank you. Uh, please share it with anybody who you would think would benefit from getting a different view from what's happening in the world today. Okay, today's episode is quite profound. It might actually trigger many of us in different ways. It presents us with a really big challenge involving a piece of technology that all of us are probably engaging with daily, and most likely way more than we think we do. Jason kristoff is my guest today, and he is not only a self-sabotage coach, but he has with great wisdom deciphered the topic of mind control, the psychology of the human mind, and how we can take control of our lives by addressing and improving our relationship with this very critical subject. The points we cover in our conversation not only present us with a very different viewpoint than most people are getting through the mainstream media, but most important of all, it opens up a path and points us in a direction towards true freedom from subconscious directives that we don't necessarily always choose for ourselves. Please listen with an open mind And towards the end, Jason will share how anybody can work through all these elements to achieve true liberation from the shackles of an irresponsibly orchestrated modern world. Here's Jason Christophe. Our world and way of life is unfolding rapidly. We now face an incredible challenge, one that will define who we become For future generations. It's a pivotal moment in our evolution. We can stay on an artificial intelligence-driven path that's disconnected, parasitic, and a virtual way of living, or we can choose to reclaim our wildness. Together, we can co-create a world that is more balanced and interconnected with all species. A world of abundance where we can all thrive. This is Rewild Humanity. All right, everybody, welcome back. This is John Schott with Rewild Humanity. And today we have a very special show. It's it's going to go a little bit all over the place, but it's all um, geared towards the aspect of freedom, empowerment, and, and to me... Jason, which is my guest, Jason Kristoff is my guest today. He, I heard him on, on one of my favorite shows, and his message and his energy and everything that he was saying was so relevant and, and it resonated strongly with me that I knew that I wanted to have a conversation and bring him on the show because his work is profound and his message is something that I think we all need, you know, exponentially. And tenfold. So, Jason, thank you so much for joining me on the show, and uh, I appreciate you being
1: here, man. Thanks for having me, John. And it was a it was a great talk with Patrick. <laughs> it was lots of fun.
0: Yeah, he's you know I've been listening to his show for a long time, and uh, he's he's cool. Patrick is very cool, and he brings you know the heart element to a lot of his interviews, and I appreciate that about him. And he keeps it real, and I like to think that I want to keep it real. As well, <laughs> and that's one of the things that I'm like um, wanting to have as one of my main goals here with Rewild Humanity. And as you can tell by the con- by the concept and the idea of Rewilding, it's you know it's getting that aspect of hum- of humanity of us being humans uh, that outshines and brings more of the natural world and and that element of not being, you know, I talked to my friend Sarah the other day on a video as well, not being so domesticated. And there's different layers to this. And, you know, I think to start one of the areas that I definitely wanted to have your take and share it with my audience, and hopefully people will share it to increase, you know, your message to the world is what's happening today in the world. And you can start with COVID if you want, you can start, you know, with the implications that this whole scenario has on society as a whole. So I definitely would love to for you to wrap on that a little bit.
1: It's a pretty wide spectrum question. Yeah, (laughs) I can definitely answer it. The people that are attacking us right now, they've been attacking us for a long time. And the average person might think this, they might even think this isn't an attack. But what we see is a we see this assault on our humanity, and it's been going on a long time. It doesn't matter if it's a Teflon pans or a thalidomide, leaded paint, leaded gas. It it, it doesn't matter if it's a microwave ovens or pesticide on the food, cancer causing Wi-Fi, um, cancer therapies that in- increase cancer. Uh, false flag wars, the elimination of males, um, vaccination, what's going on in the world today, today is simply an acceleration of what's always been going on. And the people that are leading the assault are increasing their attack on us because we're starting to put it together. That's, that's what's going on. We're, we're starting to understand that we are being assaulted chemically. We're being dumbed down. Our genes are being um, downregulated. Our intelligence is being downregulated. Our health is being downregulated. And we're being attacked in a way that literally leaves us defenseless to their slavery that they've always dreamed about. And again, they're attacking us at an accelerated rate right now because we're starting to figure out who these people are, where they live, what their intent is, the ancient history behind it. This is not uh, about what's going on today. This is about a very, very ancient group of ruling families on this planet that have always used behavior modification, psychology, and chemicals to weaken the very, very powerful human lion. And that makes us easier to dominate and rule and lie to and govern and steal from. And that's that's what's going on. I mean, you can't farm lions. You can only farm lambs. And what's happening today is this behavior modification slash toxin-based control grid is designed to disempower the very powerful human lion and make us this very easily ruled and governed and controlled lamb where we can't resist. And the great thing about this story is that, you know, the human animal is the only farmed animal on this planet that can jump the fence and literally slit the throat of the farmer. Mm. And this, this is the hill we're all going to die or be enslaved on. And if anybody thinks, that this is going to go away when they take two shots of the slave juice, And they're already talking about four or eight shots. And if anybody thinks this is going to return to normal, they're not understanding the history and the methods of control that it's used by these ruling groups. You have to question everything. Everything that is stopping a person today from taking action has to be questioned and that's what this behavior modification control grid is is really about is it's make us sit down and not react to the danger that we're in so the, the take on it is it's not it's not about what you're seeing today it's a continuation of what we've always seen the poison us, they create false flag wars, they use propaganda, behavior modification, mind control techniques in all our TV shows, all our movies to make it easier. The the odd thing about the World War III situation we have going right now is that these people have their masters of ruling us. And what you see today in this World War III situation is you have Behavior modification techniques mastered to the point where we are in a war. And because of the movies and the TV shows like Red Dawn and uh, various other shows of that nature, movies of that nature, the average person is waiting to be invaded by North Korea or China or, you know, someone from a Middle East country, the terrorists. And that was all in a, That's a trick all on its own. Yeah. Be- the average person is waiting for the threat in military form, infantry and tanks and bombs and drones to come. And, and that's when they think they're going to get off their couch and resist. But the behavior modification techniques that we have right now in this World War III situation, it convinces people to euthanize themselves take themselves out. And I've been seeing many um, many people across the world doing that. And and this is this the reason it's going on where they're using mind control techniques and behavior modification tactics in the movies and TV shows is because the people who are attacking us right now they're masters of war. And they've conducted war throughout history to do many things. One of them is to remove the strong male. The other the other one obviously is to steal the resources.
2: Mm-hmm. But
1: when you use bombers and things to attack people, you, you really make a mess of the territory you want to acquire. And they said, okay, we don't really, we don't really want to destroy the assets of the of the people that we're, we're looking to target here. We want the assets of the targeted group intact so we can thieve them for ourselves. So what's the best way? How can we, you know, remove the targeted mark, the targeted group, but still leave their assets intact for thieving? Mm -hmm. Well, easy. You use behavior modification techniques that have been used for thousands of years on this planet. And, you know, these behavior modification techniques, I, I'm a master in because I'm a self sabotage coach. I use the same mind control techniques to make my people uh, stop drinking coffee yeah. <laughs> and stop drinking alcohol, and they use these techniques to have people get off the couch and go euthanize themselves with uh, you know this medicine, this new medicine that is isn't there to do anything but disempower the strong and mighty human lion. So this this is the situation we have going right now. The the method of takeover that we're seeing today has nothing to do with anything other than the TV in your living room. That's the weapon. Yeah. You think it's a new nu- their their greatest weapon might be uh, the czar. Uh, the biggest uh, nuclear bomb ever detonated it was called the czar in Russia. I don't know how many megatons that w- that was. And the average person is thinking they, these are the weapons. Mm -hmm. It might doom us all. And I'm like, no, (laughs) that's that's how they got you. Because you're watching the weapon. The weapon's feeding you lies, propaganda, and indoctrination in very particular subconscious mind control techniques mastered in places like the Tavistock Institute in the UK, Stanford in the US, MIT in the US. And that TV is their weapon. And so is the movie screen and they make you believe in falsities and as voltaire said if they can make you believe absurdities they can make you commit atrocities and this is exactly what's going on the tv and the movie screen is the weapon that is driving today's genocide
0: yeah man i mean <clears throat> that's that's such a powerful statement right there and and the, the difficult and challenging thing about what you just said, I mean, there's so much that you just said there that, that, uh, I understand and hopefully I'm, I'm thinking people are starting to understand more of, but there's so many layers to that. And, and maybe I'll get into a little bit of those because, uh, the thing that impresses me about what you said is the aspect of the human lion, you know, and that human lion is being not only kept in cap- captivity. But it's not getting the free range of being in the wild, let's say, and and part of it is is knowing your enemy, right? So you're talking so much about they, about you know these people and the history of how they've been just managing the the enslavement of a whole of a whole uh, planet. So maybe that uh, I mean we don't necessarily have to have names. You can say whatever you want, but tell us a little bit about that invisible threat that has been conjured up that enemy per se so that people can maybe start to understand what they're dealing with, who they're dealing with, because a lot of a lot of people are blind to this. And and I think I think I could be wrong, but one of the first steps into moving out of this spell and going into that lion living is knowing your enemy first and knowing what's the threat, because these people don't even like you said, they think some kind of nuclear bomb And that you're going to hide under a desk like they told them, you know, in the 50s. And and it is going to be the solution to this. And it's completely misguided. So maybe show us a little bit about who this invisible threat, so-called threat is. And then from there, maybe we can start to look at, okay, how do we break this spell?
1: Yeah, the people who are organizing this toxin and indoctrination based control grid, they do everything they can to hide who they are. And they're not very good at it. <laughs> so they've been getting they've been getting outed quite a bit over the past 30 years. And it's almost like a cycle on this planet. But if you trace these people back there, they're just bad people that came across you know, they, they were studiers, they're academics, and they started to accumulate data on the populations. Now you've traced them back. You definitely, the first sort of enclave you're going to hit is the UK Royals. They are not who you think they are. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to go back to Egypt and then you're going to go back farther to Babylon, Samaria, and these they're, you know, they claim not to be like ourselves, but let's let's just say maybe they are just like us. And what they would do is they would hold government sort of events at the public square. They might have had a play and um, they started to notice things about the, the behavior of the population after the play. Let's say the hero wore a red cape in the play. And then the day after the play was done, the, you know, the rulers who probably altruistic at one time would walk in the, uh, you know, the Agora where the the shopping used to go on. And the people that would sell the fabric would say, you know, what's really weird about last night's play is that the hero wore a red cape and... um, we're all out of red capes today. We sold out of not only the red capes, but we sold out of all the red fabric and they're going to sew their own. And the rulers were like, oh, that's very interesting. And, and this was the first, the public square was the first Netflix. This is what the average person doesn't know. Yeah. And they, this is, they started to understand behavior modification. So if they, they would have a play the next month to gather people together. And the next month's play would be the heroine, the the female hero would wear a particular piece of gold jewelry. And then the next day, anything that resembled that gold jewelry around the heroine's neck, that was all sold out all over the village and the town. And they're like, hold on a second. (laughs) These people, these humans seem to copy and mimic and emulate and mirror whatever they're seeing, whatever is sort of perceived as the heroic or whatever behavior is getting positively reinforced, the humans seem to adapt it themselves very, very quickly. And then some battles broke out inside the ruling group. And the one ruling group was said, okay, we know the humans copy what they see, sort of on a repetitive basis, things that are endorsed by perceived authority or stars, um, let's give them something positive to copy so we can lift them up, make them better people. We'll, will will positively inf- uh, reinforce altruistic behavior, inventions, innovation, morality, ethics. And then the evil faction started to rear its ugly head mm-hmm. in that area of the world and saying, hold on a second. If these humans will, Mimic and copy anything that we put up on the stage with some sort of positive reinforcement or repetitive nature. Let's let's do things where they disempower themselves. Let's have them drink alcohol, or let's have them smoke tobacco or opium, or drink the uh, drink the fluid of the blue. Uh, the blue lily that was famous in—it's a hallucinogen—in the—in grew in the Nile Valley. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the faction started to battle and say, "Hold on, we don't want to use this technology, this behavior modification, to make people worse." And the evil people were like, "Yeah, we'll just—you know—we'll tax them. We'll—we'll we'll tell them it's—we'll uh, steal their money. We'll call it tax. We'll—we'll we'll have a—we'll have a war play, and we'll glorify." coming home from war with the heroes and then we'll make the hero of the war get the most beautiful girl in the town which is one of the biggest mind control tactics ever invented is the hero getting the the hot lady Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and then we'll and then we'll have a sign up for the war the next day in the agora And then these internal factions started to say, look, you know, that's pretty evil. You're pretty dark. We don't really want to use the technology against the people to enslave them. We want the society to grow and prosper. And the other evil group was saying, hey, no, we want to extract the energy and the power and the potential on an invisible level of the people and siphon it into our coffers and siphon it up to the top of the ruling pyramid where only we can use their energy against them. And this is how it all started. Now, that evil group uh, was banished from Egypt. They describe it in a very different way, but they they were kicked out and they said, do not come back, you're not welcome. And they went to their own little area of the Middle East and started plotting what we see today this continuation of the Netflix, the town, the rectangle that hangs on the wall that fires light out of it Mm -hmm. is the same as uh, the, the town square. So they just put the town square hanging on your wall to show you the repetitive images, the behaviors that are reinforced and to mind control you. I mean, on the back of the U S $1 bill, is an Egyptian pyramid (laughs) Mm -hmm. and and people, you know, they're totally, they they see it, but they can't react. It's an Egyptian pyramid with an eye and there's, you know, there's, it looks like a reptilian eye and there's a reason for that, but out of the eye, there's a, there's a capstone that's not attached to the regular pyramid and out of the eye is these light rays firing out of the eye. Mm -hmm. And the reason there's light rays firing out of the eye is because, for them to, they control what you see. That's what that symbol means because the way the subconscious, you know, the way your brain complex is designed, you literally mimic and mirror and emulate what you see on a repetitive basis. So if they can control what you see on a repetitive basis, which is what that symbol is about, they control your ideas, your beliefs and your behaviors. And they can, And they can make you literally get off your couch through the endorsed behavior coming out of the TV. And they can make you wait in line. No infantry, no barbed wire, no railway cars, no one forcing you down into the camps. Mm -hmm. You wait in line with your kids in tow. Wait there patiently six feet apart and demand you be Uh, injected with a toxin so that it has various effects and and this is what the average person doesn't understand without the tv you would never do that that's why this is their most powerful weapon
0: yeah it's it's unbelievable and you know it, it goes as far as not only just people lining up on their own volition but it's it's become uh it's become such a uh, extreme situation that when people like, let's say I can speak for myself, like us and my family say, no way, I'm not lining up for what you're selling. And, and there's actually, you know, questioning it, not only questioning, but like moving people towards a different direction. We get, uh, you know, we are, are, are thrown on the fire as being part of the problem when all we want is to have people be free and become that lion that you spoke about in the beginning. So it's, it's deep, it's very deep. And, you know, like, so let's, let's talk about the last part of what you said, because I I definitely, I guess one of the biggest spells going on right now is obviously what happened in 2020 and it's trickling through 2021. And it seems like it, it has no end in sight as far as as the energy and 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 the the identity that it has become with this whole covid-19 and and the virus and all this stuff how would you tell somebody who is open because you know there's a spectrum of people right now that i've noticed and there's people who are completely uh being led through fear and there's there's hardly any way of actually and and i could be wrong you have a lot more experience with this you know, it's not that I'm giving up on anybody, but there's this level of fear that has transfixed some people to the degree that they can't see past it, and there's no reaching those people. You know, there's a there's the other extreme where it's people like like me, where I'm like, you can't sell this stuff to me. You know, I'm going in a direction of freedom and and reuniting with nature and creating small you know, tribal bonds with people who really want to make the world a regenerative place. And, you know, that is uh, symbiotically, you know, better aligned with with the natural world. So there's some people in between that are like something feels off and maybe they're even still tuned into their intuition, their gut. And it's saying, man, I don't know what's happening here. I can't put my finger on it. Something feels off and it's not right. And but you know, again, the TV, right? The mainstream TV is telling me that there's this, you know, this virus that's attacking everybody and there's a pandemic and all this stuff. Um, What would you say to them? Because, you know, those are people who are like on that fence that we would like for them to tip over. And the reason I say that is because if you, if we go back to what you were saying about these people who've been calling the shots for such a long time, they don't have numbers. We do. And once those numbers wake up to a point where they where where they can't you know uh, hypnotize people the way they are anymore those numbers are so overwhelming there's no way of controlling us there's no way they can take anything else from us but it seems like that's not happening uh at least not fast enough or maybe it is and maybe we're on the right path to to reclaiming that but you know I would love to to see what you would say to somebody like that, especially with with the thing that's right in their face with the whole COVID vaccine and all that.
1: Well, I would just tell them it's it's probably beneficial for them to know how the whole behavior modification operation works so that they can understand that there, it is there is something off, but it's been happening a lot longer than March twenty twenty forward. Mm-hmm. If someone's afraid of the virus, it, obviously, a lot of people are, I believe 60% of the population are not taking the vaccine, by the way, so they can be definitely know that they're in a good herd, and a bigger herd, if they're questioning taking the shot, only 40% of the population are taking the vaccine. Mm. But if someone feels a push to get the vaccine or they feel afraid or they think disease is contagious or masks work or six foot distance, they need to know that this operation to make the person afraid started a lot like a lot longer ago, very long ago. Hollywood's job like again the t v screens and the movie screens were not there to entertain you. They were always there to entrain you. Mm -hmm. And over the past 20 years, there's been over 200 movies about viruses, zombies, and vaccines saving the day. So all the way your beliefs and your ideas are manufactured in the subconscious mind, it's based on repetition. So like Amanda Vollmer said on your last podcast, uh, the viruses have not been proven to travel person to person at all, not at all. And maybe people can go back and listen to this, to Amanda's interview on your podcast, because it's a brilliant interview with Amanda naturopathic medical doctor. So viruses have not been proven to even exist. They're not being proven to spread person to person. Uh, Sick people have not been proven at all ever in the history of science or medicine to have the potential to make people, uh, healthy people sick. If you're sick, it's on you, something inside of you that needs correcting. And sickness is not a malfunction either. It's your body working exactly as designed. Mm -hmm. If you're sick, you can't make me sick. That's never been proven. It's like saying, look, I'm rich. And you're going to get rich just because I breathe on you it doesn't make any sense, or I'm healthy, and you can catch my health like I can catch your disease. If you can't catch my health, how can I catch your disease? We're two separate individuals with two separate health you know spheres. None of this has been proven to be legitimate vaccines are never proven to increase immunity or resistance to disease in real world populations none of this is proven valid anywhere in the world so how does the average person believe viruses travel in the air they make people sick it's healthy people can be carriers. Uh, if, if you do all these measures, you can be healthy. If you inject uh, unknown substances or toxic substances into your body, somehow it can protect you. Where did they get all this information? Well, they got it from the movies. So the average person, whether they know it or not, they have their PhD and doctorate in TV, movie, and Cineplex University. Mm-hmm. This is where they're getting all their particular information. So this is where they they carry their ideas from. And of course, there's going to be fear put into the equation because on the best day, you're only in control of your behavior. So the subconscious mind is the part of the mind that literally, like a Hollywood uh, director, Literally tells you how to behave 93 to 97% of the time. So you can, at the most, only interfere with your own behavior 7% of the time. They call that free will. Mm -hmm. So you only have a 7% chance of stopping an illogical thought or illogical behavior or immoral or unethical behavior from entering your, your behavior complex only a 7% chance. Now, when you're in fear, so the people who are ruling us, these these long, ancient, very old uh, ruling families who know this, is that when you're in fear, it cuts out the other 7% and you go completely subconscious. Mm -hmm. So you become run on programs. You have no way of interfering with those programs. And the primary program, if you're in fear, is be one with the herd, it's safer with the herd. So, of course, they've been programming you through the, the movies and the TV shows for forever. None of them were there to make you laugh, everything was there to put the programs in. So that's why it's called TV programming. Yep. And pro means uh, people of royal origin, that is a hieroglyphic. PRO means people of royal origin. Mm -hmm. That's what when they say professor or profess or program, it's all organized by these people. And so the programming has been putting your brain already and to make it come to the forefront and to make it run beyond your conscious control, you inject fear and then you eliminate that 7% top threshold of the potential of you ever interfering with the program. So the person runs and gets a vaccine and euthanizes themselves. I simply, I mean, I put up two posts this morning on my MeWe and my parlor, because I'm banned from Facebook for another 25 days. That's it's shocking. my f- <laughs> fifth ban in the last 14 months. <laughs> so one lady, you know, she's got the the vaccine sticker. It says, I'm vaccinated. That was March 22nd. Fully vaccinated, she's got the sticker. March 26th, she's dead, 40 years old. Oh. Right? Yeah. And then another lady, an MD, which of course that's what school is too. It's to put the programs in. Mm-hmm. And if you're in fear, you can't you cannot consciously fight the program. So we have a medical doctor, a female medical doctor. She has a very long uh, pile of ultrasound um. Pictures of her fetus, and she's taking the vaccine. I believe in January of this year, February uh, she she uh, and she's pregnant. Um, February she has a miscarriage. Posted on her Twitter account, and the, this uh, this vaccine is causing, I think, a three to four hundred percent increase in miscarriages in the vaccinated people. But again. This is what it's all about. And if you're deep in the programming and you're deep in the fear, it's like you can't you can't break out of it. It's it's hypnosis.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: When when and there's trigger there's triggers. If you go to a hypnotist show and I went to see Anthony Cools, and you can look him up on YouTube, I went to see Anthony Cools as a X-rated hypnosis show in Las Vegas. And my friend went up, he was put under hypnosis and he had his pants off. He had his underwear on, but he had his pants off on the stage. Given certain trigger words, he was told, he said, when I say seven, you will take your pants off and pretend to have sexual relations with this chair. And sure enough, um, when when the hypnotist Anthony Cools would mention seven, my friend's pants came off every time he started humping the chair. Hmm. And this is how powerful hypnosis can be with the trigger words. And the trigger words have already been put into people, virus, fear, vaccine, spread, sickness, disease. And they think they're in control of their behavior. And what I can do is I can send you a list of I have about 16 mind control documentaries that I've accumulated over 20 years of study. That's amazing, yeah. You can put those in the show notes so that people can understand. So, If they want to start to reactivate their lion and start protecting themselves, protecting their children, it would be good to pick out um, one. I think the best documentary in there is called State of Mind. And if you want to know how you can control people to do absolutely anything through repetitive messaging and uh, perceived authority endorsement and positive reinforcement you got to watch that that one documentary because this is what's going on in real time today people are in hypnosis and there's various other ways you can put people in the hypnosis even it's been proven even if the average person wanted to go to DuckDuckGo or Google right now. Heaven forbid they use Google. Use DuckDuckGo if you can as a search engine, yeah. and just put in TV or movie, and just put the word trance. So trance is that state of hypnosis where you can put you can induce someone, which means you can you can talk directly to the subconscious mind, which is a following protocol, an order taking protocol. And you can tell it whatever it wants. But when you watch TV or movies, you're already in trance. You're already fully induced. People don't know this. And the people ruling us do know this. Yeah. And this is is the problem that everything that you're – anything on the radio, conventional radio today, anything on conventional print media, and anything on the TV or movies – is there to insert the programs and then they'll bring the trigger words later and you'll act exactly like they're going to act what, like you're intended to act. I hope that I, might not make some sense to people, but um, I could give some real world examples if you want.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Go ahead. Cause that's, that's exactly what, <clears throat> what we need. Um, you know what, what I've noticed with everything that's going on is that logic common sense, uh, data, that doesn't cut it. That doesn't cut it to get people to actually open their eyes and get snapped out of that trance that you're talking about. Um, I think what we need is emotion to, you know, from the other side and and those stories. So yeah, go ahead, share a little bit about that. And then, you know, we'll talk a little bit more about some solutions and dive into the role of the male, because I definitely want to get into that a bit.
1: Well, yeah. the, the Movies have been, and TV shows have been proven to control people's behavior. And every movie is a science experiment for the people who make it. For example, there was a movie called Gone in 60 Seconds. It was released in 2001 mm-hmm. with uh, Nicolas Cage and Angelina Jolie. And it was a movie about car theft. Nicolas Cage's his, his brother, was uh, in trouble with the local... Uh, mafia and Nicolas Cage was an old car thief that needed to be brought out of retirement to save his brother because the mobster wanted Nick Cage to steal a hundred cars from that night in one night. And so a lot of repetition. We also have the very dangerous um, behavior, the negative behavior, getting positive, positively reinforced because mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage gets the girl. Yep this goes a very long way into mind control and behavior modification and in burnaby bc canada when that movie was was uh, released car theft went up a 70 percent on the first weekend of the release hmm. and you can see how p pe- and the average person would say there is no way watching a movie about car theft would make me go steal a car The people who rule us, these ancient ruling families laugh at you Mm -hmm. because they know exactly what it takes for you to do, get a job that you don't like. They know exactly what it, what it takes for you to drink toxic coffee every morning and wondering why you're sick and tired. Mm -hmm. They know what it's like to, for you to whatever it takes for you to drink lobotomizing alcohol at uh, at night, red wine, and believe it's healthy for you, even though you've never met a red wine drinker who looks healthy. Yep. They know exactly what it takes so that you go to a doctor, instead of, instead of opening a fridge or your cupboards to see that you use your mouth as a garbage compactor and you shouldn't be surprised at all that you're sick. And then you run to a doctor who has no track record of making people anything but more sick. They know exactly what it takes to make you euthanize and destroy your own best life outside your conscious awareness. In the second example, uh, there was a show, uh, I think the first show was 1989. It was the Cosby Show. Bill Cosby was an African-American medical doctor, Mr. Huxtable. That was a sitcom, I think, on ABC, and his wife, Claire, Mrs. Huxtable, she was an African-American lawyer. And in the nine-year run of the show, African-American enrollment in med school and law school went up 19%. Hmm. And that was called the Cosby effect by uh, Dr. Jerry Croth, K-R-O-T-H, out of uh, Santa Clara University in California. And the people who rule us knew that this was just too much power being siphoned into the Black community. So they can pr- uh, promptly canceled the show when it had the best ratings of all time. And then when then the post-secondary enrollment for African-Americans, uh, you know, college and university uh, plummeted back down even lower like they, than uh, pre-Cosby show levels, and they call that the Lil Wayne effect because what they did at that time they used the same mimicking and mirroring and emulating and copying subconscious mind control to drown the black community in negative role modeling and it doesn't matter who who's going to be watching the tv you will imi- uh, you know mimic and emulate and copy whatever you see and i've done this demonstration as well on, you know, live Zoom calls where we've gone over, uh, for example, a show, uh, a movie called Dur- a Dirty Grandpa with Robert De Niro and Zach Afron. And we analyzed only 60 seconds of the trailer, like the trailer for the movie is two minutes long. We analyzed 60 seconds alone, me and a thousand people. And everybody counted how many alcohol imprints because the subconscious mind downloads information at 11 million pieces of uh, data a second. Mm. It's not going to miss anything. We had to slow the clip down, and but we counted 76 imprints of alcohol that the subconscious mind would never miss one of them. Wow. And it's programmed by repetitive imprints. 76 imprints of alcohol in a one-minute trailer for Dirty Grandpa amongst other immoral and unethical behaviors that are just going to drive your life right into the ditch. And you will copy that because you don't have a chance not to because that's how your subconscious mind is designed. It's designed to copy, mimic, and emulate what's repetitive in the environment because it's a safety protection mechanism. If you, if you mimic what's in the environment, you become one with the tribe, one with the herd. So that's why this part of the brain exists. It's it's literally looking out through your eyes and saying, Hey, what's everybody else doing out there? Yeah. And it doesn't know the difference between real life screen time or imagined thought. So it it thinks you're living in the dirty grandpa tribe. Mm -hmm. It believes everybody in the dirty grandpa tribe drinks alcohol and then you will drink alcohol to fit in. That's how this part of the brain works. The people who rule us know that's exactly how it works. And that's why they drive by on their Rolls Royces, laugh at us. We're rolling around in our own feces as they're driving by, battling with ourselves, which we call self-sabotage, can't stop drinking, can't stop smoking, can't stop watching TV, can't stop working a job you don't like being in a marriage that isn't satisfying can't stop destroying ourselves with cookies and cake and pasta and coffee and donuts and muffins. It's because they put it all into our brains as programs. And we, we, we execute it and it baffles us. Why am I eating this donut? I'm already 250 pounds. Why am I smoking cigarettes? It costs me $150 a month to kill myself. My teeth are yellow and I haven't had sex with someone in over three years but i keep destroying myself why am i doing this to myself well the people ruling you know why <laughs> you don't know why and that's why you might want to watch some of the movies on below you know inside the show notes here
0: yeah <clears throat> yeah i would appreciate those and and i definitely will put it on the show notes um because that leads me to to uh uh a question about solutions like how do we do how, what do we do to help people break this spell like give us maybe a few three bullet points of of some things that they can do like right now after they finish listening to this
1: well first thing they got to do is understand the only way to reprogram yourself is through hypnosis mm-hmm. and that's why they make all hypnosis shows about uh, entertainment and not about education if you want to rewire your subconscious mind for immediate uh, disposal of the movie and TV programs, you need repetition in the opposite direction.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So you need go to a lady's website called Marissa peer, one of the world's top hypnotherapists, Uh, Marissa peer, I think it's P E E R. And she does have a library of hypnotherapy sessions. And you, you have to start there. Because if I told you that, basically, there are, through their programmings, the they that I'm talking about, they make you eat bad food. And I could tell you to stop eating bad food because it triggers your limbic system, places you in fear. And then when you're in fear, the, the subconscious mind takes full control of your behavior. I could tell you to stop eating junk food. Coffee is the worst. Mm-hmm. Nothing sets you into trance or sets your subconscious mind to follow the herd more than caffeine. And again, the people know this. So I could tell you to stop drinking coffee, but no one listening to this would yeah, because it's a subconscious mind control program and they have to poison themselves every single day they get up in the morning. So if you really want to stop destroying yourself because of the hypno triggers in your media. You have to go through to the hypnosis first. You have to override the old programming. Now I have programs that explain all this and include the hypnotherapy. Okay. And if someone wants to, you know, find out one of those programs, I, I can't even do one-on-one sessions anymore because I'm so busy, but I do have recorded material that is beyond interesting, beyond effective. Where we review what we're talking about in TV and movies, and then get to the solutions to reprogram the subconscious mind and get rid of the old programs that the ruling families have put there. And if you wanted to contact me, you can talk contact me directly at Jason at freedom from And I used to be one of Canada's top uh, trainers for health for exercise and diet. And I quit Mm -hmm. (laughs) because the only thing that worked to get my people to change their habits was, uh, you know, the, the collection of modalities I used to rewire their subconscious mind. And then I didn't need to get on them about changing their diet or going to the gym. They just did it automatically. Once I used various brainwashing techniques, the same brainwashing techniques the TV and the media would use to make them messy. I would use the same brainwashing techniques to make them successful. And then I would program them for success without me needing to be on site and say, do 12 reps, sweat a bit more. They just did it themselves. And that's why I quit. So now I just do subconscious reprogramming. You want a better relationship? We can do that. You want to be wealthy. I've done a guy, a guy emailed me um, about five weeks ago. He was stuck at $150,000 a year, which is not so bad, but he was stuck there, you know, maybe for 15 years. He did my training. He said, oddly enough, in 14 months, he got up to $970,000. Wow. Right. A year. And that was in his first 14 months after the program being stuck at 150 for 15 years. So it, it, these are all, everything that we have in our life is based on a program. And the, the people who are programming us, program us for disaster. So I would say, number one, maybe you can go do Marissa Pierce, some hypnotherapy. I would definitely, you got to change your diet and stop polluting yourself. But in order to do that, in order to follow through on any life-changing goal, you have to trick your subconscious mind that that's the bigger herd and that's the safer play. And if you're watching mainstream media and getting the repetitive imprints, you'll never believe your subconscious will never believe that being your best self is the safest card to play
0: yeah. unless
1: you do one of my programs.
0: Absolutely. That's great, man. Um, you know what I'm, I'm, I'm going to do one of your programs (laughs) Uh, sign me up because, because even though I've been, been living a lifestyle of, you know, I don't watch mainstream stuff. I haven't done that in a long, long time. Um, you know, but, but I've, I've loved movies for instance, for since I can remember, and I actually don't even watch them anymore that much because there's nothing, there's nothing there for me anymore. It's almost like an empty canvas that, that it that it's almost best to leave empty at this point because the people who you said are are trying to paint that picture for us instead of us painting our own picture uh they're just painting stuff that i don't really want to look at It just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't feed anything of relevance inside and you know i was going to ask you if there's any value in it anymore in any form of of that media of, of movies and tv and all that stuff but I, we don't need to get into that. I think getting more into what you're offering will probably uh, give people the opportunity to discover that for themselves, uh, including myself, including myself, because sometimes, you know, uh, like we're all human. We all I have this stress. I have four kids. I have to put, you know, food on the table, pay the bills and all this stuff. And there's times where, you know, I I have a lot of resiliency and, and partly it's because of the way I live my life and my lifestyle and I can take it. But there's times where you just want to kind of shut off, you know. And in uh, and those, those moments, I don't, you know, I, I always love reading. So I'll go read a book and stuff like that. But sometimes it's like I don't have the brain power to, to just sit down and read because it's been so much consuming information, information. And, uh, you know, that's where maybe I'll watch a documentary or something like that. But there has to be a good one. So. Yeah, definitely. I want people to connect with you. I'm gonna do some some work with you. I, we can talk a little bit more after we're done, and um, especially with where I want to go now. Um, where do we, men, you know, fit into this equation? Um, I've seen, and, and I've pr- probably some people listening to this. I've heard somebody else say it that in this whole, uh, in this whole. Paradigm and shift, and this whole change that we've experienced throughout this last year and a half, there's been a lot of women warriors stepping up, and a lot of women like heroes, I would say, just going out there and doing some of this this work that's trying to wake up people and and empower them, and and I think for us as men uh our role has been somewhat diminished and i think it's time for us to step up in a very responsible ethical led by integrity form especially if you're a, i guess again i'm speaking for myself cuz i'm a father you know and i have these these incredible soul beings and children that are with me that i would love to guide them in a way that is going to make the lions of the world be back on their wild, you know, path. So where do, where do we men fit into this and how do we get us to kind of step up?
1: Well, it's, it's always about education at first so that the men can understand that they've been disempowered a very long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And this ruling group, if they've ever had any trouble in the past with any of their evil plans, it's been when they encountered a strong group of men. Mm-hmm. This is why when I was a kid, I went to a private school for boys ran by various evil priests in St. John's, Newfoundland, and uh, that we used to molest some of the kids. I was not one of the people that were molested. Mm. They didn't molest me because my parents weren't of the Catholic religion it was so they would pick on the catholic boys cuz the parents would always lean on the side of the priests
2: mm.
1: very very devious but when i was in history class and it was an Eng, like it was an old english style of education very strict but we we learned about a lot about war and if you know this cult they always want to normalize war
2: mm-hmm.
1: and when they would show when they would show us the battles uh, say the British versus the French, and of course the blue, blue and red are the hypno, uh, the hypno power colors. Uh, I'm not too sure if you're aware that Coke is red and Pepsi is blue and Ford is blue and Chevy is red and the liberal. These, these are, these are power colors. They're also used a lot in hypnosis. They mean stop, obey, comply. Mm. So when we would watch, Um, the, these powers that shouldn't be fighting, you know, the, the, the red coats were the UK Royal factions and the French were dressed in blue. And then they would stand there. I don't know if it was like 1700 or something. And then I would, they would, I don't know, stand 30 feet, 40 feet apart. And then maybe, maybe a bit more than that, maybe 20 yards or something. And they just volley the muskets at each other no guerrilla warfare, no one's hiding behind any bushes, no snipers. And then as even as a kid in that class, when I was only, I don't know, eight years old, I was saying, that doesn't make any sense. Like if you're trying to win a war, why are you killing all the infantry? Mm -hmm. Why are you killing the people that you need to win the war? And then I started to investigate when I was a little older and that's why they would intermarry. The French uh, you know, daughters would intermarry with the, the male UK royals. Mm-hmm. They already controlled the lands they were fighting over. Everything that we think, nothing works the way we think it does. Nothing that was taught to us is true. They would organize these rituals for various dark and nefarious reasons that I can't get into. But they also would organize it because in this physical realm, You would get rid of the males, one fake war at a time, one fake war, more fake wars. And if you notice today, there's more females than male. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. So the males have been missing for a long time through this fake and fabricated war agenda where you're fighting on lands that are owned by the same. They look like they're different. It's like wrestling. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're not, they're all paid by the same people. They're all on the same side. It's only the audience that's getting mind-controlled into one belief system or the other. And then we have someone like Tyrone Hayes. He was a professor at Berkeley University, and he discovered that the pesticide atrazine, which is the third leading pesticide sprayed in the, Uni- uh, in the USA, causes um, uh, sterility or homosexuality in amph- amphibians. Mm-hmm. And the BPA, the bisphenol A that lines, um, you know, cans, canned goods, or it even, they even put BPA on the back of cash register receipts. And people should be asking, why are you putting, why did, what does BPA have to be on the back of cash register receipts? Well, it feminizes men mm-hmm. and then it decreases male um, fertility. And if a female does get pregnant, with BPA in in the system, it's more likely that the uh, fetus is going to be female. And if it does happen to be male, they'll be more feminine. So this attack on the male toxic masculinity, if if you want to walk into an ambush, you just keep thinking males are toxic, because what we need right now is males to stand up and get out there and, and literally engage in their cosmic role as protector of the weak and the defenseless. Look what's happening right now. It's an absolute atrocity. We we have seniors being locked in almost like concentration camps, mm-hmm. getting, they can't see their families because we've had the love energy connection stolen from that senior. Cause we've been told for a hundred years that love energy doesn't matter. Connection doesn't matter. Touch doesn't matter. Same group teaching us that. Same cabal teaching us that. And where are the men? Oh, they're, they're nurses now. They're, they're out there getting paid to be a cog in the system. They can't speak against the system. And this is all part and parcel. It's like there's 150 pieces in the average watch. They all work together for one goal, which is to tell the time. Yep. Everything I'm talking about here is interrelated. The lack of masculinity, the lack of leadership, the lack of strength, men forgetting their the less men. And even if there is strong men, you can see I I the strong men I know work in the system. Teacher, fireman, police officer. I could have three in my head right now. The biggest, strongest men I know have been cattle prodded by the system to sit there like a lamb as the hyenas rifle the pride land. Hmm. So they go purposely after the strongest males and say, I'm going to send you through the school system, which is another cog in the machine, teach you to be dependent, teach you to do things you don't enjoy. And because you're dependent, no one, I'll teach you how to write a um, resume but I'll never teach you how to make a business plan. Mm -hmm. So as you get out into the world and you're scared because you can't take care of yourself, me as a ruling family member dressed as government will offer you a job inside the system so you sit like an obedient lapdog as evil destroys your community. It's an absolute inversion of the natural electrical charges on this planet, negative and positive, male and female. And this is why the females are charging to the front because when the males are weak, it changes the hormonal profile of the female. They have to take on the strong leadership role in the family. And I've seen many divorces, which is also another program thrown at us through the movie industry. But in in the divorce, usually it's the male that wants to vaccinate their kid and the female doing everything legally to put the brakes on it. Because the males are weak and compliant, reflexively obedient to the system. Lapdogs. It reminds me of an old Russian experiment that I, I have on my Facebook page where they took gray wolves, vicious, that would kill you if you walked in the pen with them. And they kept breeding them. And then killing off the strong wolves and only keeping the docile, more friendly wolves.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then, in only three generations, the wolves were like lap dogs. You could take them out, they could be domesticated house pets. So, we've been getting all our strongest, most brave males killed off in fake and fabricated wars. We've been using the families that rule us, have been using mind control, behavior modification techniques. In movie t v and propaganda based government releases to make our strongest males volunteer for wars where the full intent is simply to get rid of them, yep, and even if you come back and you have mental like they'll they'll put you on so many medications they'll bring you to the veterans association the v a the v a hospitals, and just lobotomize you and euthanize you that way with toxic medications toxic vaccinations Mm -hmm. and of course the poor nutrition is never ending whether it's in the schools the military at the grocery store how do you think you make a lion a male lion docile weak and fat feed them carbs Tell them meat is bad, tell them butter's bad, tell them eggs are bad. Testosterone, the precursor for testosterone and growth hormone, is a particular saturated fat that you can only find in animal meat and animal products.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So why do you think Bill Gates is bellying up to the trough, telling everybody we got to shut the farms down because of the environment? Yep. It's all fake, folks. Yep. It's all fake. They're just it's just a continuation of the same agenda. If you feed what little males we have now fake meat, they'll be weaker than females. And that's why they, that, and if you think the wolf is in the hen house right now, wait until, you know, there's no men left because that's one of their agendas. This is one of their agendas. They want one gender and then yep. they'll take care of the reproduction going forward.
0: Unbelievable. Um, I think I, I would love for people just to rewind a couple seconds and listen to that again. It's, you know, it, I love solutions. And to me, you know, and again, I'm speaking for myself, part of my own solution is to become even stronger, you know, even a, a stronger m- man who, you know, protects not only his family, but his community and, and also shares that same level of empowerment with other males so that we can all come together and not not go through that process that you just you just unbelievably uh detailed and 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 shared with us so how about we conclude with a few words of wisdom some positive solutions and and keep you know keep rolling so that we can we can keep building a better society and, and taking a lot of this stuff down
1: in order to move against this uh, you know there's not going to be a if you want a normal if you want to go back to what we really were designed to be as human beings you have to unplug from this system yep so this system is literally about dependence as david ike said dependence is the greatest form of control they ever invented." Mm -hmm. you have to remove your kids from school this is where it all starts because that's it's a slave training system so if you want your kids to be slaves keep them in school they'll never be independent and they'll always be under the thumb of these ruling families you have to remove your tv you have to get rid of the tv and if you do keep it If you do one of my programs, you'll never watch a movie again. You'll never watch the central characters. Mm -hmm. You'll only watch the background because the background is riddled with the symbols and messaging and symbology and imprinting that is there subliminally to hack the subconscious mind. You'll be able to pick it out very, very easy if you do one of my programs. And the great thing about if you do decide to watch movies, you can see where they want to go because their agenda is always in the background. You know, it's pretty easy to see where they want to push it, and then maybe when you decide or you figure out where they're going with this, you can get more empowered. You have to take care of your health, too, for many reasons. Number one, you got to be strong. I mean, compliance and reflexive obedience sometimes has to do with the fact that the average male, or sometimes even the female, they don't think they can handle the public pressure. They don't even think they can handle a little skirmish, a physical skirmish. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to just, I've, I've gotten in skirmishes all the time and say, no, I'm not going to do that. And there's bigger males there. And if you don't believe you can handle yourself, you know, I train Krav Maga, I train boxing, um, karate. You got to, you have to train so that you know, you're strong enough to handle an attack by two or three other males. Yep. You got to be a strong, a strong, physically strong, mentally strong, financially. And I address a lot of that in my programs as well, trying to get the males ready financially to unplug from the system. And if you want to learn how what real health is about, learn from healthy people, and the health expert you want to follow is Paul Check, C H E K, his book "How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy." is the best book on health ever written. So go get that book, use it as a a gospel, which is go spell, by the way, because the cast spell on you, (laughs) let Paul checks cast his healthy spell on you, get that inside your house so that you and your family can be healthy. And if you're going to get pregnant, read and get pregnant after you're healthy. Yeah. So that you have a chance of producing the strong male, Don't circumcise the male because that's done as a form of black magic. It's a form of black magic that damages the male for life. You can reprogram out of it, but males that don't know anything about that, they're going to have a hard time feeling safe and secure in the world. And they're going to grab at the lowest hanging fruit for security. And that lowest hanging fruit will always be there guaranteed provided by the government which is basically the ruling families disguised as an altruistic force in your community. And they're not, it's, they they are not an altruistic force. So just, just start with your health. Um, But again, like I've said before, it's really hard to get rid of the old programs. The old programs are based on you destroying the best of yourself. This is the main program. If you haven't noticed, (laughs) if you haven't noticed that the program is, if you see the potential rising in another human, if you see the potential rising in yourself, you'll snuff it out. Mm -hmm. That's the program. So it's like the lady that wants to lose 50 pounds and she gets there. She's at the top of the mountain. She's afraid. Why is she afraid to be 50 pounds lighter? Why does she gain 50 back plus another 10?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Because she showed herself the light and then she snuffed it out. And then when she sees her kid becoming good, she'll snuff that out. She sees one of her friends getting better on any facet of, of success, wealth, health, happiness, relationships. She'll run snuff that out too. Because that's the pro, that's the program that's so insidious in all the movies and all the TV shows is that in order to fit into this cult, you have to be underachieving and mediocre, and that's the main program. So it's going to be hard Mm -hmm. to rid yourself of that program unless you like. I'm not trying to push my programs, but it'll save you a lot of time and it'll save you a lot of money yeah. than doing the self-sabotage cycle. You get rich a bit and then you blow it or you, lo- you you get, you lose some weight and you gain it back or you find a good lady or a man and you push her away or him away. That's the self-sabotage cycle. You can't stand it when you're successful. You can't stand it when you're happy. You got to, I mean, after a great three, this is what happens to the average person they have a, three great healthy meals. And then they're sitting down for the first time in their life at 7 p.m. at peace. And then they think they have a craving for ice cream. Mm -hmm. That's not a craving for ice cream. That's a trigger that when you start to be better, you got to plow it back down. Yep. Right. And that programming is inside most people. So you can tell them to how to be good all they want. But if you don't know how to reprogram the subconscious mind, which has its own code, it has its own interfacing language, which is very simple. It has its own brainwashing technology that you can get in there and move things around. But if you don't know what that language is, that computer code, it's very hard to crack. And it'll be very hard for people to change. So there is hope. There are people that have figured this out. I'm one of those people. And if you want to contact me and I can tell you a little bit about my program at Jason at freedom from self sabotage.com. And uh, I'll even give you a money back guarantee. <laughs> mm. If you're wow. not completely uh, blown away and if your jaw isn't on the floor for the full presentation, this is not a dry presentation. I will show you movies and TV shows, and I will show you things in those TV shows that you've never seen in your life, even though you've watched them your entire life. And then I'll show you master hypnotherapists doing work where you will be baffled, baffled by what, by what they get other humans to do with repetitive, positively charged imagery you will be baffled and then you'll know that you are programmed and then you can do something about it.
0: Fantastic, Jason, man, this, this has been incredible. And this is exactly what I wanted to, to have on the show and share with people. Um, besides that email address, is there anything else, uh, where people can look at, uh, at your, inf- at your work and, and reach out or, or anything like that before we sign off?
1: Well, my Facebook, if you can get there, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not closed right now, but I'm not on there. I'm going to dedicate the Facebook page to self-sabotage things only okay. so I don't get uh, kicked off again. And if you want to see hard-hitting evidence that the media and government are not telling you the truth about anything, you can go see me on the uncensored platforms of MeWe and Parlour. And you don't have to go to both because I replicate the content on both sites. Okay. So, Jason Kristoff, uh, it's Christ with an OFF on the end. Mm. You can go to both those sites and just come up to speed on truth, like educate yourself. And if you're believing the media right now, you gotta make a move because like you, you, it's like not having a lot of runway like in the movie Jurassic Park where they tried to take off and the dinosaur <laughs> walked down the runway you don't have a lot of runway you don't have a lot of time to pivot at this point yeah so you gotta go to the truth tellers and really start to soak in what's really going on here or you're probably going to get blasted off the planet. You might even get sent back, which might be the ultimate punishment for not paying attention the first time so <laughs> try and pay attention right now.
0: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Jason, this has been amazing. I really appreciate all the wisdom and all the solutions and the perspective that you shared with us today. Um, I'm sure if you're open to it, we can do another one of these uh, in the future, maybe a little bit more, you know, maybe, I don't know, we can do like a, almost like an exercise type of, of, of chat where we can run people through something, but this has been, you know, the foundation and many seeds, I think, have been planted for people listening to that. I know I have. And, you know, I'm definitely going to, you know, follow up with you as soon as possible so that I can get myself upgraded as well. You know, we all we all are on a on a on a journey. And my journey, you know, is with everybody. We we all need to improve. We all need to clear that runway so we can have more space to, you know, amplify ourselves and become those lions. So. I appreciate you, my friend, and I'm so happy that you came on board, and I'm very grateful. So thank you so much.
1: Always a pleasure, John, anytime.
0: This is John Shot with Rewild Humanity, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Take care. You've been listening to the Rewild Humanity podcast with John Shot. To learn more about rewilding, our latest updates, new shows, and optimizing your health, sign up for our newsletter at www rewildhumanity.com. Also check out our uncensored channel on Telegram and all social media at rewildhumanity. Thanks for listening and keep rewilding.